0: Can I tell you something that the season is a season where God is calling us deeper. A lot of people are going shallower and God says that's the wrong direction to go. It is a season to go deeper and that's why we're having that program deeper and deeper in Christ. The day to be announced as I'm able to nail it down together with my brother who is very much a pastor in the house. uh, Pastor Femi. And I want to say that don't let anybody take you in the other direction. Don't let COVID take you in the other direction because the Lord is not in that direction. God says, I am in the place of deeper. Allow me to read one scripture to set it in motion. And please tell people, anybody you love, tell them. Just like Lake told Laine about TJ, and look at what happened to her life she has become one of my best friends and her son has become one of my great friends and the Lord is changing the family through one simple act of obedience Luke 5 verse 4b I read from the living bible Luke 5 4b the living bible says Jesus said to Simon now go out where it is deeper and you will catch a lot of fish now go out to where It is what? Now go out to where? It is deeper. When you go there, when you get there, you will catch a lot of fish. Can I tell you something? It is not so much about Peter. It is about you and I. Peter had used everything and caught nothing. That's because he did not go to the deeper side. There is a call. I speak. That God is saying, the world is going shallower. God is saying, if you want to find me, Go deeper. Help me look at somebody and say he's calling you deeper. And choir, I want to thank you for a great job that you have done today. You look like Nigeria. You look beautiful. (laughs) And I want you to take that song, He's Calling Me Deeper. I want you to start rehearsing because when we sing that song, miracles are going to be happening over the time. We're going to be having this series. Plan to invite someone. Um, The information will be shared out very soon. But I need to go into the word of the Lord today. Can you stand with me to your feet as we go into the word of the Lord? Father, first of all, we thank you for the myriad of testimonies. Every time we have a thanksgiving and testimony service, I'm always amazed how much of the goodness of God resides in the house called Grace Assembly. Father, we pray that this goodness will reach and touch everybody. By this time next, um, in November when we have a testimony service, we will take, we need to take much more time because there will be more testimonies in Jesus' mighty name. Where is your amen? amen. There will be greater testimonies in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody will find a much better job in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody will move to a better house in Jesus' name. Amen. A few people will be dedicating their own house. Amen. Glory to God. I said glory to God. We're in the season of restoration. I want to take my reading today from Psalm 42 verse 11. I'm going to be reading from the Passion Translation Bible. Psalm 42 verse 11, the Passion Translation. And here begins the reading of God's Word. So I say to my soul, don't be discouraged. So I say to my soul, don't be disturbed, for I know my God will break through for me. Then I will have plenty of reasons to praise him all over again. Yes, living before his face is my saving grace. Living continually before his face is our saving grace. Living and going deeper and deeper in the things of God with God is our saving grace. May none fall short of the grace of God. The psalmist says, so I say to my soul, in a season when we have seen all kinds of things happen. That's the right thing to do. Say to my soul, don't be discouraged. This is not the season you have to wait for someone because the person is dealing with their own. So I say to my soul, do not be disturbed because of the disturbances going on around. At home, on the street, at work, everywhere. Don't be disturbed, even though there's a lot of disturbance. Why? For I know my God will break through for me. Can I hear an amen? It says when that happens, when my laughter happens, then I will have plenty of reasons to praise him all over again. Whatever celebration that we had before we're going to have more in the name of the Lord Jesus. Says yes. Living before his face is my saving grace. Don't let any trouble, don't let any need, don't let anybody take away from the saving grace of God. Allow me To read from the Living Bible. It says, But my soul, don't be discouraged. I know somebody's glad to be here. But my soul, don't be upset with people about things. Don't be upset that some prayers look like they're not answered. My soul, Which is the seat of my emotions, where my intellect resides. The the part of me that is closest to my spirit. That's where I live. That's why I dwell more in my soul. My soul, don't be discouraged. Don't be upset. Fret not. Expect God to act. I'm able to speak to my soul because I'm expecting God to act. Child of God, expect God to act. The testimonies of this morning is about God acting. But you will you'll be short-circuiting what God is able to do when you don't expect anything. And this season that we've been through is supposed to douse our expectation. It's supposed to reduce our expectation to nothing. Oh my soul don't be discouraged. Oh my soul don't be upset. Expect God to act. My emotions keep quiet. Expect God to act. My intellect, keep quiet, expect God to act. For I know that I shall again have plenty of reasons to praise him for all that he will do. Because he's already doing something. The psalmist said, he's my help. He's my God. This morning I bring you the word of the Lord that I entitled, Restoration, the cure for weary souls. Restoration, the cure for weary souls. when the word of the Lord comes and says he will restore our fortunes as the streams renew the the, the desert and so it will bring us from a season of anguish to a season of laughter it stands to reason that the soul being in the middle of the spirit and the flesh struggles with the word of God and so there's a need for the restoration of the soul the cure or the weary soul. It is no news to me, and it should not be news to any sensible person that many are weary in their soul. But there is a cure restoration. Father, today, as the word is released from your altar, let it have the effect of healing, Amen. let it have the effect of restoration of souls, so that the word of the Lord will find a place to act from and change situations and your house will not only be a house of prayer, it will be a house of testimonies. So shall it be without fail. To the glory of God, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I want to thank all those that testified. Your testimonies are permanent in the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm glad that, um, Tutu, I see your sister. I've always wanted to see her. Is that you? God bless you. And um, the one that the enemy wanted to put six feet below before her time God has delivered her, and today she's a living testimony. Can I tell you something? The enemy may try, but he's not going to bury anybody's joy. What kind of amen that? I say? He's not going to bury anybody's joy. I, I want to pray that the enemy is not going, he may trouble your finances, but he's not going to bury your finances. There's going to be a restoration in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the psalmist in the passion translation says, so I say to my soul, what have you been saying to your soul? Do you not understand that you have to speak to yourself? When God speaks to you, hearing is not enough. You have to speak it to every part of your life that needs to hear that word. So I say to my own soul. Because my soul has not been working with the word of God. My soul has been arguing. My soul has been trying to reason. How shall it be this and that? So I say to my soul, don't be discouraged. Don't be disturbed. For I know my God will break through for me. For I know. And I want my soul to know that. And I want my soul to be quiet. My God. He didn't say I would do it myself. He will break through for me. And that's, that's how laughter comes. When God breaks through for you, the only response is laughter and celebration. It says, then I will have plenty of reasons to praise him all over again. The the living Bible says, don't be upset, my soul. Expect God to act. For I know that I shall again have plenty. Someone say plenty. Someone say plenty of reasons. Say, I will have plenty of reasons. Say to your soul, I will have plenty of reasons. I will have plenty of reasons to praise God. Because he's my helper. He's my God. Child of God. I didn't know that Lakey had so much he was dealing with. Everybody's dealing with something. And it takes its toll on your soul. The seat of your emotions. That's where you feel your pain. The seat of your reasoning where you can't understand what is going on. When we go through a lot, the soul gets exhausted. When the soul is exhausted, weary, troubled, anxious, and worn out and worn down. With all the troubles that's going around the world, particularly now. But it needs restoration. Can I tell you, the restoration of the soul is what most people don't understand. They talk about restoration of their finances at their home, that's fine. But as long as your soul is not restored, you, your soul has the capacity to make a nonsense of anything else that God is trying to restore in your life. Anybody with damaged soul cannot hold a blessing. They will kill the blessing. May the Lord restore our souls. Restoration is the cure for the wearied soul. There are people now for many reasons and through many difficulties because some things have gone wrong have become wounded souls we have people's souls in turmoil they still come to church and they should there are people that are weary and tired in their souls discouraged and depressed souls some have even become cynical and so they don't come to church anymore and because some also have become very critical when you say when you pronounce a blessing they say mm. Cynical and critical souls. Angry and vengeful souls. You see, because some people have disappointed you, you become an angry soul. And an angry soul is only one step away from a vengeful soul. So the you, people that have been hurt end up being people that hurt others. But that's not what God said. Or if you're already hurt, if your soul is not restored, you will become a vengeful person. And that means you're much worse than where you started from. There are traumatized souls, damaged souls, and ravaged souls. And many have been, they have empty souls. Their soul has been emptied out of God's goodness and the word of God. And I want to say to you that generally when people have traumatized souls, they look for the restoration of their soul in different places. But generally, honestly, it's an it's an adventure in futility. You cannot have your soul restored by going around. Things cannot restore our souls. If you didn't hear me say anything, go home with this one. Things cannot restore our souls. Only God can restore our soul. And trying to fill the emptiness of the soul when your soul has been ravaged and been emptied out, it's trying to fill it with achievements, with marriage, with having children and buying a new car, it doesn't work. That is makeup. What you need is a makeover by the restoration of your soul. I'll give you Psalm 119, verse 37. I'm going to read the King James, New King James Version, then I'll read the message translation. Stay with me. I'm talking about restoration being the cure for a weary soul. Psalm 119, verse 37 says, turn my eyes away from looking at worthless things and revive me In your way. Someone say your way. A lot of people are trying to deal with a weary soul their way. It doesn't work. The psalm says turn my eyes away from looking at worthless things. Concerning the state of my soul. Nothing can help me. But revive me in your own way. Can you say amen? The message translation says divert my eyes. The word divert is actually Shift it physically. From what? Toys and trinkets. Because a lot of us, when our soul is damaged, when our soul is traumatized, we go into acquiring a new friend, a new toy, a new car, a new job. Divert my eyes from toys and trinkets. Invigorates me on the pilgrim way. The pilgrim way is deeper and deeper in Christ. Can I tell you something? When your soul is traumatized and ravaged and emptied out, the natural thing is to go shallow. And that is like you committing suicide. Listen, it is one thing to be sick. It's another thing to put a noose under your neck and hang yourself. And that's what happens when people have a problem in their soul. The soul is a place you can't reach. You can't touch it. Medicine doesn't get there. Injections can't reach there. People don't know where it is. It's just somewhere. And so you can't deal with it. And so you thinking that you want to solve the problem, you go in the opposite direction of the pilgrim's way. The psalmist says, divert my eyes. From things that cannot help me, worthless things, toys and trinkets, invigorate me. The word invigorate is give me the energy, revive me, strengthen my ability to pursue the pilgrim's way. May the Lord give us the wisdom not to go shallow, to go deeper and deeper in Christ. That's why that program is coming up. Proverbs 18 verse 14. Staying in the message Bible. Proverbs 18 verse 14. It says a healthy soul. Okay this one says spirit. The word spirit and soul. Is the same in many cases. So a healthy. Or a healthy soul. Or a healthy spirit. Conquers adversity. So let us turn it around. A soul that is damaged does what in adversity? A troubled soul is conquered by adversity. It is a healthy soul that conquers adversity. So when you have trouble that is going around, you should pay attention to your soul because the state of your soul will predetermine the end of the battle. It is a healthy soul, a healthy resource soul that conquers adversity, but what can you do when your soul is crushed? Crushed by what? Can I make a few suggestions? When the soul is crushed, it can be crushed by financial embarrassment. Can I talk to the men? Hey, man, can you hear me? When a man is broke, And he's a responsible man in his heart. And he does all he can and cannot find the money. What happens to the soul? The soul is crushed. That's why men die young. They don't talk. They don't cry when you are there. They die slowly. And one day, you shake him and his body is cold. You don't need to hammer a man when he's struggling with his finances. He has already hammered himself. What what did he say? Men are suffering. (laughs) but what can you do when your soul is crushed by financial problems crushed by what for women loneliness what can you do when your soul is crushed by loneliness by heartbreak by the quest to have a baby for your husband so that you can validate the reason why you're a woman Crushed by what? Crushed by the struggles of life. Crushed by embarrassing needs that cannot be met. And when your your soul is crushed, you know, listen, don't criticize Esau. What Esau did by selling his birthright was he went shallow because his soul was crushed because of the, the, the failure or inability to produce fruit in his, in his vocation as a hunter. He caught nothing. He, was, he felt like a failure. He was tired. He was hungry. He was thinking what would my mom say? What would my father say? He got home. His soul was crushed. And get what, what happened? At the point his soul was crushed was when he made the worst decision of his life. He said, what does my birthright matter? Can I tell you something? The kind of things that come out of the mouth of people whose souls are crushed. They despise the best things God has given them. They say it doesn't matter. They throw away things. And the Bible says, let anyone not become profane like Esau. When his soul was crushed, instead of looking for restoration, he sold his birthright. And sold it for what? Toys and trinkets. Something to make him happy temporarily. None shall be found to become like Esau amongst us in Jesus' name. What can you do when your soul is crushed? That's the same thing that happened to Peter. Peter wanting to provide for his family, went fishing and fished all night and caught nothing. Bible says he was washing his net and he was going to go home. Thank God that Jesus came to restore his soul. And told him, no, you didn't fish in the deep waters. Come deeper and deeper with me and let down your net and you will catch some fish. And he caught some fish. Instead of a soul crushed, what we need is inner peace. What we need is fortitude. What we need is emotional equilibrium. What we need is inner strength. What we need is our life coming together, sweet soul and body, a wholeness, a wholesomeness. That's what restoration of the soul brings, it's the cure for that weary soul. And the weary soul is, is putty in the hands of the enemy. The enemy is is loves people whose souls are crushed. He can mess you up the way he messed up Esau. He can mess anybody up once your soul is crushed. So he's always waiting to see people. That's why COVID is dangerous. A lot of people are carrying away around damaged souls. And the enemy is happy about that. And the Lord wants to restore our soul. He will do it today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Psalm 107 verse 9, the New King James Version, 107 verse 9, says, For God satisfies the longing soul. And he fills the hungry soul with goodness. Goodness encompasses all the beautiful things in life. And so what the Lord is saying is that if you turn to me with your damaged soul, with your ravaged soul, with your hurting soul, With your emptied soul. I will satisfy you. And I will give you the goodness that is requisite in your particular soul. For God satisfies a longing soul. There's a difference between a soul and a longing soul. Can somebody tell me the difference between a soul and a longing soul? The longing soul is the one that says, as a deer pants for the water brooks. So my soul. Longer after. Everybody has a soul. But not everybody has a longing soul. Some, of, some people have dying soul. When you have a dying soul. You gravitate in the wrong direction. Because somebody hurt you. You have become vengeful. Cynical and wicked in your soul. You are just committing suicide. And guess what when you die. They bury you. The world continues to spin on its axis. as if nothing happened. But the Lord says I'm here for you. You can get cure for that your soul. I'm going to restore your soul. David said, ah, I went through a lot. I was anointed king at the age of 15. My brothers knew and yet my father still sent me into the wilderness. Nobody acknowledged me. They called me names. Who did you leave your few sheep with? It's enough to damage a young boy's soul. Nobody in his household gave him the time of day. Not even his father. And so he, people don't know that in Psalm 23 he was talking about himself. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. I don't own them yet, but I'm lying down. He leaves me beside still waters. Yes, that's good. He restores my soul. Why would David say, I needed my soul to be restored? It is so that he can reign as a king. Because once your soul is damaged, what you do is you, you subvert everything good that God wants to do in your life. You dismantle it yourself. Nobody needs to help you. David said, he restores my soul. So that goodness and mercy can now begin to follow me all the days of my life. I hope you're getting this. He satisfies the longing soul. As the deer panted for the waters, so my soul longed. For the Lord satisfies a longing soul And fills a hungry soul with goodness As a deer Once the water broke So I will keep seeking the Lord I will still go deeper with him For he satisfies the longing soul Not the departing soul Not the soul that gravitates towards shallow And he fills a hungry soul With his goodness and his mercy David said in Psalm 23 verses, verses 3a and 6 says, He restores my soul. Therefore, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and that I can now dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. The word uh, goodness and mercy are the words Tob and Hesed, and the stand for prosperity and favor. So what David is saying is that, when the Lord restores my soul, it means prosperity and favor begins to follow me all the days of my life. What if I went in the other direction of, of shallow? What if I succumbed to the nudging and the pulling of my soul in the wrong direction? What if I didn't hear Femi Paul says there is a place of restoration of the soul when it cures the weariness that leads to untimely death of not just destiny of even human beings. I commiserate with Oreolua, who said her uncle, they were raised together as siblings. Because the mother must have had her uncle out of season. Maybe it was an accident. And so, she's older than him, and they were best of friends. He said he died. Because his soul was ravaged. His soul was damaged. His soul was emptied. He lost his job. And I'm telling you, when a man doesn't have money, please don't knock the man. The man is almost dead. His wife did what the dad left him. He Wasn't sick. When the soul is damaged, he just folded up and died. A young, handsome man. Not old enough to die. He was not sick. He was not COVID. I commiserate with the family. But in his going to glory, may we learn a lesson. May prosperity and favor follow us all the days of our life. I pray for restoration of soul I pray in the areas of us being damaged in our souls I pray for things that have emptied emptied out our soul the anger resident in our soul may the Lord restore cure our weary soul so that we don't play according to the script that the enemy has written to terminate our destiny Father, that no one will die before their time. The enemy will not rejoice over us. Thank you, our Father, for you are God who restores our soul. For you are God who satisfies the longing soul. You are the one who fills our hungry soul with your goodness and your mercy, with your tomb and your said, with your prosperity and your favor. We give you praise in the name of the Lord Jesus. I want you to look up at the screen and look at two figures, same person. Same person, one with a ravaged soul and dying slowly. And the one that has experienced restoration and a cure for his weary soul. Same person, different face, different um, anointing, different atmosphere, different experience. I don't know how you came to church today, but you're not going home the way you came. There's a healing going on in your soul right now. And you are going to be able to take better decisions and God is going to satisfy your longing soul. And he's going to fill your hungry soul with the goodness that you long waited for. And the Lord will cause you to break through like I read in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The psalmist said, I will say to my soul, don't be discouraged. I will say, do not be disturbed. For I know my God will break through for me. And I say, child of God, do not allow your soul to be discouraged. Do not allow your soul to be disturbed. The word of the Lord to me to bring to you is for the Lord will break through for you. That amen is not the kind of amen. Amen. Because the Lord will break through for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I leave you with only one word, Psalm fifty one and verse twelve. I read from the NIV. David said, Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Thank you, Pastor Steve. You are you we thank you for the work of restoration. Thank you for restoring our, thank you because the word of God is being fulfilled unto us that as we choose not to be discouraged, that our God will break through for us. And then we'll come back with more songs of praise and thanks to to worship you. We give you praise. We give you adoration. Blessed be the name of the Lord. From now unto everlasting in Jesus mighty name we pray. Is someone glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that woman. Thank you for that child. Thank you for that teenager. Thank you for that family. Thank you for that marriage. Thank you, oh God. Thank you for that man. We give you praise, oh God. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. I'm so glad that the Lord entrusted this powerful word to me. I look forward to your testimonies in-